You want to make mom smile this Mother's Day? You can start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brands she loves, delivered the very same day with DoorDash. Wow, that's a great idea. Moms are such a gift to us, and we should treat them the same way, with gifts, especially on Mother's Day. I didn't know DoorDash was doing that. That's exceptional. If your mom has a sweet tooth, or if she's a tech enthusiast, beauty connoisseur, if she's outdoorsy, no matter what she's into, you can make her smile with a fruit or flower bouquet, makeup, tech gear, workout wear, and more, all deliverable through DoorDash. Get all your Mother's Day gifts all in one place and get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 or more on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with code THEO. That's T-H-E-O. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. What's up, you little spitting kittens? Uh, welcome to um, an episode of this podcast where we have a guest in today. And today's podcast is brought to you by Gray Block Pizza. Gray Block Pizza, beautiful Italian establishment on Pico Boulevard. If you want to if you want to enjoy yourself and have Italian food inside of your mouth and body at the same time, you can do all of that. Gray Block Pizza, 1811 Pico Boulevard. Also, this episode brought to you by Ridge Wallet. Ridge Wallet. You carrying your wallet in your back pocket? How old are you? 300 years old? Get with the times. This new wallet is a Ridge Wallet, and it's a front pocket carry. Just a few items in one wallet. Boom, front pocket. Gang, son. You're going to live your life, you're going to have a yacht, and you're going to have everything you ever wanted. RidgeWallet.com slash Theo. Also, this episode brought to you by Fierce Supply Company. It's a clothing company, and they have clothing for your body. And they also have new hoodies and sweatshirts, and the links will be below. So if you're running around with no shirt on, you can change all that. Um, also this guest that we're coming in right now with, she is, uh, well, she's a controversial, um, she's a comedian. Is she more comedian than controversy? Is she more controversy than comedian? Uh, what's going on with this young lady? Uh, she's certainly been in the news the past day and that is Nicole Arbor, Arbor. We just want to be free. Ready to ask go. We just want his money. Get him and be home. Why we even trying? Don't deserve a raise. Want my boss to hit it. Live a life this way. We just want to be free. Ready to ask go. We just want his money. Get him and be home. This is America. Don't catch you climbing up. Don't catch you climbing up. All right, we are good. Can you hear? I can hear. Um, Hi, Slytherin. How are you today? Good. No, Slytherin. I'm so Gryffindor. What are you? Move the mic a little bit closer. You can move it. Yeah, I'm definitely very. Are you Gryffindor? I'm so Gryffindor. I've been tested multiple times at the Harry, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. When when they put the hat on you? They put the hat on me. I've been sorted. I've done the sorting tests online. I've gotten a wand. You've yeah. tested Gryffindor positive? Gryffindor positive all the time, even at the grand opening. Oh, was, you were there. The wand chose me. Are you really a, yeah. a Harry Potter? I'm a Potterhead, yes. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been getting into it. Now, I haven't, I've only read about three or four of the books. 
reading is a waste of my time. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, there's a visual. Why would I read? Yeah. Um, and this is a crazy week because you were going to come in yesterday and then you couldn't come in. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. First of all, I was going to come in. It was a crazy week. Put out one of those videos that went crazy viral. Yeah. Messages got skewed. It was kind of interesting. Always interesting. Yeah. Interwebs. But uh, yeah. So now we're doing today. Yeah. And I appreciate you coming by. And I was, yeah, because I was watching the video and I didn't know that you had this video coming out whenever I'd asked you to come on the podcast. Do you know that or not? No. Okay. Well, I made it in 24 hours. So you probably wouldn't have known that. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I watched the video and I was just like, I guess, and obviously there was some people, I got messages yesterday when I was like, Nicole Arbor's coming on and people were like, um, what is she? Oh, I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to watch. <laughs> um, you know, people just like, why would you have her on? You know, some, someone attacked me about it. Um, yeah, which I think is interesting, which, uh, whatever, you know, if that's how, you know, people want to live, whatever. But, um, what was like your thought process with the video? I'm a really big fan. Uh, I, when yeah. I saw the original, like I watch, I consume so much everything. Yeah. And this was the first thing in a real long time that I watched it and I was like, oh shit, this is like boom in my heart. Like it wasn't to me just about the theme of black people in America that got to me because obviously I can't identify as mm -hmm. that, but it was the truth. Mm -hmm. I like, I think there's so much bravery in people being honest. And I felt like it was really raw and really honest. And even him like being shirtless and the facials and everything about it. I was like, Whoo, this is real. This yeah. was real. I'm like, okay, well, what's real to me? Because that's not my reality, but I kind of think that I can show you my reality. And then maybe just maybe, I know it's a crazy fucking idea, but we can find some common ground within our empathy for each other and our experiences. Because mm -hmm. I see, as a Canadian, I see so much divide that I just haven't experienced growing up in Canada. Race relations are very different in Canada and America. And when I came here, I almost had a culture shock. Yeah, so really? Like, straight up. I was like, wow. I went to a hip-hop club, which I go to all the time in mm -hmm. Toronto. And I went to a hip-hop club here in Hollywood, and I was one of two white people and they were like, someone came up to me, a guy and his girlfriend, obviously black. Um, and they were like, it's not that we don't know why you're here. We just don't understand why you're so comfortable. Hmm. And I was like, I don't know. Why wouldn't I be? Yeah. Like, yeah, I just wanted to like show my perspective of growing up as a woman. And there was a lot of other girls that jumped in and did that too. And I think a lot of people look at me and assume I'm extra stupid right. because of... So there's layers to this shit. I'm a bit of a tiramisu. Okay. And uh, yeah, there's imagery throughout my entire video that people are definitely missing because I think they just assumed I wouldn't have imagery in my video. Right. So yeah, the whole thing was an homage from my perspective in hopes of pivoting and making everybody included in like, okay, we all have all this shit. Let's unpile all of our baggage mm -hmm. and let's just get fucking honest, meet at the ground floor and then go up. Yeah. Because I, I just... I don't like seeing people fighting about nothing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. There's the idea. So that was, so that's, so like, what was your thought? So that was your idea going into the video. Yeah. Cause you must've made it really fast. 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, so you, and uh, now did you, can you move the mic a little closer to see, is, can you yes. hear? All right. Yeah, we can hear. All right. Okay, great. Um, did you, I mean, when you watch the video, did you, I mean, obviously there's a lot of articles saying, you know, that it has so much like representation and, um, you know, it has so many, so much symbolism and stuff like that. Did you feel that when you first watched it? Or did you just feel like, oh, this is a, uh, the Childish Gambino in version? The original? Yeah. I saw all of it. Yeah. I saw all of it. And like, 
that's why, like, obviously, mine isn't the high art level that his was because I had a twenty four hour turnaround, which right. I'm pretty damn proud of. I directed that shit. Yeah, I thought it looked look. I thought it looked good for tw- for twenty four hours. I thought you did. Uh, Thank you. My thing was just like, well, it's so fast mm-hmm. that she must have like, like, did was your thought process like, um, you know, I, I want to capitalize on the heat of this video. No, it was more like in retrospect. If I knew how much bigger his video was about to get, because I made mine when it was at 43 million views. Mm-hmm. So to me, I know the lifespan of a viral video or something going big is about a week. Right. So I was like, okay, I'll put this out at the one week mark. And he was at 43 million views. I'm like, okay, it's already huge. It'll start declining now on the rise. Because I was looking at what's trending and I was like, oh, okay, it's at this spot. I don't think it's going to go higher. I was wrong. So I could have like held off and put it out later. In retrospect, definitely, but yeah, I definitely wanted people. People know it's the same thing. Yeah, and did and you know people yeah. would take such offense to your video? Absolutely not. No, it's it was hilariously shocking to me because I'm really good at creating uh, conversation on offensive topics and hopes yeah. of us like. Well, you're, yeah, you're a rabble rouse. I mean, you definitely rabble rouse. You're reeking rabble rouse. I rouse the rabbles. You rouse the rabbles. Yeah, this one definitely not. But you, so you didn't. I think that might be what it might be tough. You know, to not to. I guess it's tough to believe. Maybe it's just that, like, you know, you have if you have a history of rabble rousing. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's? I mean, I guess you couldn't be surprised that people are going to think, oh, this is just a rabble rouse again. No. I can't. I can't. I can't be surprised at that. What uh, it's interesting for me because I came out doing. I did stand up for years, mm-hmm. and I was a professional dancer and choreographer. I've choreographed and produced giant award shows. Yeah, I thought your dance was uh was spot on. I mean, you oh, know, thanks. I'm not a great dancer, so anything's good for me. But I thought it was good. Oh, thank you. Uh, so for me to turn something around bigger, like a bigger production like that, and direct is. Things that people don't even know I do. Yeah. And for me, I'm I'm bored at staring at a camera and talking to it. Like it served its purpose, but I'm bored. And mm-hmm. the live tour I have coming out has elements of everything in it. And I just wanted to make something bigger because mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to do. And so there was such positive intention behind it. Was there? Hell yeah. Like yeah. and the entire cast and crew and like Hearing people be like, oh, it's racist and it's against black people. I'm like, D- half of my cast and crew are black people. Right. The producer and the engineer, the sound engineer who are award winning in their fields are black people. The girl yeah. doing the hook. Yeah, I didn't. I it like, didn't what? seem like that to me. I'm not a black, you know, I'm not black. What? Uh, unfortunately. No, um, <laughs> but yeah, it didn't seem like that to me. I, I mean, it seemed like it. I mean, I felt like it, it seemed hurried kind of, you know, definitely. it definitely seemed, I was like, wow, I cannot believe she put this together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I mean, it, it looks great. Um, okay. it just seemed kind of hurried. It was just like, like, were you in a, it, were you like in, did you have a certain amount of time that you had to get it done in or something? Because it seemed like. I was like, just really excited to get it out. Yeah. I thought, I thought that video was going to decline and I just loved it so much. And I just like the original, I loved it. And I just really in this utopia in my mind that I've created, if everybody put out their version of what America is like to them, we would finally have some common ground. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. That's the utopia in my mind. Right. But, uh, ah, well, we win some, we lose some. <laughs> yeah. It just seemed like it was, did it feel just like a, did it, it, I guess it, did it feel like a success then or no? Yes. Because 
I always want to start conversations. That to me is like, if there's a big conversation starting, that means it needs to happen. If we're not resolved on an issue, that's when there's a lot of controversy behind it. We can't have controversy if there's a resolution on that topic. So it's not the topic I wanted to be discussing, mm -hmm. but a topic came up nonetheless. So I'm doing a video tomorrow on how I think we can stop racism in America. Wow. And I have theories and I think I'm at a cool spot because I am Canadian and I can step back and kind of see a big picture and maybe people will agree, maybe they'll disagree, but... Do you think that if you were... Like, who can put out a women? Because your video is a women's edit. You're like, this is, yeah. as a woman, this is what I see. You know, this is my, like, uh, my childish Gambino. This is my version. Yes. This is uh, of, of what it's like for me as a woman or what some of my life is like, right? Yeah. Or things I see or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Women's version. It's women's experience. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people said, you know, I heard that, like, oh, well, if, if this were a black woman or a Latina woman that nobody would care, nobody would have been upset. Yes. But that's, um, like, a lot of what I've done in my entire Entire career with my let's say dear fat people video people are like oh well if she was ugly then no one would care if she put out this video yeah there would be no pushback on like uh, other videos i've done they're like yeah but if she was a dude and said the same things there'd be no issue male comedians have said similar thoughts carlin did this and like i hear i'm the wrong look like daily and it's, the irony is that's in my video, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, of course, if it was a black woman or a Latina, no one would have cared. No one would have cared. I mean, I do think there's a double standard sometimes that it's like, you know, um, that it feels sometimes like white people can't say anything. Um, yeah, that's what I'm definitely touching on in my video tomorrow. And I read a lot of the comments from both sides, and it just feels like. I think we're both at the same spot, actually, because white people feel like they're walking on eggshells for certain reasons. It's like what you say can and will be used against you in the court of black Twitter. Yeah. And then on the other side, there's black people who rightfully feel on eggshells because there's people being shot for no reason. There's right. people being imprisoned. Like, I can see both sides, but we, we have to talk. You know what I mean? Like, we have to get this shit out and we have to stop judging each individual person as a whole of that group just because of their skin color on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, uh, look, I agree. I mean, it's definitely always good to have a conversation. That's why some people were like, you shouldn't have her on. And I was like, well, you know, <laughs> it's conversation. Like, what are we going to, how do we, you know, if we limit ourselves from things that we, that, sometimes we don't agree with or things that we're unsure about or just things that other people said, like this is bad or this isn't how I like it or whatever. Yeah. Um, then how are we, you know, then we're just going to be stuck in our safe kind of universes. But did yeah. you think you had to think when you saw that video that it was, you know, there's so much like, you know, like black attraction to it. Like yeah. so many art, like so much revelry and excitement. Yeah. Um, that, did you think that like, oh, this is going to piss off some black people? Like not if I go in here? So, no, not at all. Really? Not a, not even for a second. And Because if, as someone that's controversial, I feel like that you, that's kind of where your nucleus feminists, would start. I thought feminists might be the only ones who come at me. Like, no. Like what would feminists be? Because if it's a woman's edit, what would feminists be upset about? If they were think? like, oh, you don't represent us. You don't represent all of us. Like, I, I hear that any anything I do, yeah. I get people being like, you can't do that after I already did it. Um, 
But there are also so many opportunities for, say, my producer or my sound engineer or the female vocalist. Yeah, I thought the cast was or... diverse. I mean, I thought there was definitely diversity in the cast. So I was like, said shit. Yeah. They were all really excited because we really did have a really cool, genuine message. And I broke it down in a really cool way. And there's so much imagery in it. If it's actually watched does not look at this stupid white girl yeah. trying to imitate or steal or whatever. If you actually look at it, like I, I did my best. I did my thing. I thought, you, look, I thought you did your best. You know, I definitely thought that. Oh, I thought it was like, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the song. The child's giving a song. Like I wasn't mm. like out of the world with it. Like I thought it was good. You I think know, the video is better than the track. Yeah. But I thought the video was, I thought the video was super and it definitely, you know, it makes you think about things. It made me feel there were moments where I wanted to um, keep it on and, you know, and turn it up. And there were moments where I wanted to turn it off when I was watching his original mm. version. Like, you know, so and I liked that. I liked that it like, you know, it had me going in all different ways and had me like, you know, had, I had visceral reactions to it, you know, where I found myself like, geez, what's going on? Like, am I, should I, wa- am I okay watching this here in this place where I'm watching? <laughs> you know, I had some real reactions. That's good. Um, and I think that was the point of the video too, right? For yeah. some, like, depending on who you were watching the video, you would get a different reaction out of it. Yeah. You know, because I know, like, coming from a Latino's perspective too, like. And this is uh, Chris Perez, this is our producer, Chris Perez, it's on now. Holla, yeah. his beard game is so strong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I mean, coming at it from a Latino's perspective, I definitely got a different take out of it, I feel, than even some black people did and then some white people did watching it. So but don't I, but you think I think that's that was what's the cool point. Yeah. About art? You right, know, you know like, exactly. It's up to your yeah. own interpretation. Yeah. So, did you feel like then, like, I mean, did you feel like you succeeded in representing, like, pulled off kind of a women's edit, or do you feel like you, um, do you feel like you like that hmm. you because you kind of got like a lot of racial p- pushback and stuff too? Do you feel like yeah. you were deserving of that, or that was all just askew? I think it was. Well, here's the thing. I think. Everyone gets to think what they want, yeah. which is the fun part of art. Yeah. I got a lot of comments from women who were like, holy fuck, thank you. You just said that thing that I think, but I've never said. Right. And I got a lot of that, which yeah. is cool. And then I got a lot of black people being like, yo, I get what you were doing. And that was ballsy as fuck. Good for you. You did your thing. Mm-hmm. And then I got people saying, you're racist. You're white. You're not allowed to talk. You're not allowed to comment on anything that black people do or any black art. And I'm like... Oh, that's a different thing. That's a different conversation. So I think I succeeded in what I was creating. Um, Didn't mean to bring up the other conversations, and it's been pretty interesting to dive into that stuff. But I do understand where um, some hurt came from, because some screenshots of different things I've commented back to people were clipped really tight and then taken out of context Mm -hmm. and i totally see where hurt feelings can come from that like a hundred and thousand percent like i i typed um some guy was like what's the opposite of white woman tears everywhere and i was like black woman tears everywhere like that's me just being a smart ass Mm -hmm. no they just clipped that black woman tears everywhere nicole arbor yeah and i'm like oh fuck really that's dumb but yeah that's the the internet internet. it's just yeah (laughs) It's messed up. It's a messed up world out. It's a messed up world out there. I mean, any you know, it's like anybody can put out anything. Yeah. Um, do you feel like I think there could have been more time between when you put yours out and when his was out? And you, totally. there's no, you had no, because I find like you like rush to get it out. It seems like I thought that it was going to go down. I saw how fast it trended, mm-hmm. and I just know that generally. 
a trend like that. I didn't think it was going to be Pharrell happy. Mm -hmm. I thought that it was going to be big, but I didn't know it was Pharrell happy big. So I was like, I felt like an asshole when People Magazine wrote that article recently. Mm -hmm. Like, it was nice. They were really fair. And I thought that was super cool. But I felt like an asshole. I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm literally deflecting shine from the original. And that was not what I wanted to do. I wanted to add to it. Like, not to say that it is like Pharrell happy, but like, I loved that when Pharrell had that and it made people feel something thousands and thousands of people made their own happy videos yeah and i loved it and i just like i don't know i just i saw something different for it and see and like i want to believe you you know and <laughs> i do i want to believe you you okay. know um but i guess i guess you, you just since you have this realm of like controversy that it makes it tough to i guess so I, like but you yeah. under you but you understand that though yeah it's funny i was doing an interview with uh yahoo earlier today and she's like we're off in santa, in santa monica um just on the phone like we did we oh, okay did, i did a bunch of interviews today and the one with yahoo was interesting because she's like oh was this like you were trying to just get attention for this to do i'm like no i was like i was just doing some art yeah like, i'm not i'm not at level 12 piss people off all the time and when i am pissing people off my core fans definitely know it's always to get to something real and a resolution. Right. Every single video I've ever done, if you break it down, like let's say the most controversial of dear fat people, it's like I was disabled for six years. I right. could barely walk. And then I would see people doing things to their bodies and like abusing themselves and self-inflicted pain. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, I wish I could do what you're doing right now. Like, I wish I could go out and go running and you're eating garbage and you're killing yourself and you're, you're eating your feelings. And you were logged up. You were stopped. You and were su was, shut down. I was stuck. Yeah. And I was like, we need, sometimes you need a drill sergeant. Sometimes you need a hug. Yeah. And I felt like people to snap the meta that needed a drill sergeant. And if someone's dying, which I felt like a lot of people are on that topic, it doesn't help to rub their shoulder. You got to get the fucking paddles and shock them yeah. and be like, what are you doing? So that's like what I did with that one. Mm -hmm. But each video, like I treat each thing differently depending on the topic, but it's always with the, the hopes of a resolution and like us just keeping it fucking real. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel... You'll get to know me more and I think you'll change your mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe it takes some of that. I mean, I met you on Jim Jeffries' podcast. You know, we did that together like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I thought you were extremely funny, right? And nice. I didn't know about, um, you know, any. I, I didn't know that you had like this, um, you know, to see you had this kind of controversial kind of vibe, you know, or sometimes or this controversial trail that kind of follows you. I still think it's funny. Yeah. No, yeah. I know you do. I, yeah. I know you do. And I, look, I think there's all types of entertainment. I mean, I thought that your video was, um, I was like, wow, this is impressive. Like, how, like, how did she get this, you know, how did she get this done? Mm -hmm. And so fast. I mean, it was so fast because it was, what, 48 hours after his came out or something. Well, it was a week. I put it, oh, it was a week. the literal one week mark. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought uh, it was even sooner. My bad. I recorded it a bit sooner because yeah. I had like one day to kind of tweak it and stuff. But it's because I, I produce large scale things all of the time. And yeah. people don't know like 90% of what I do. Right. I work with amazing brands. I, I have a whole other life other than yeah. those things and the comedy. And uh yeah, so for me to call up some dancers and some other people and say, hey, guys, I have this idea. It's positive. Yeah, you had a lot of support. I did. And, like, the people in it, there were reporters in it. There were the people from Playboy Radio in it. There were, like, there were a lot of real cool people. And uh, everyone had a great, 
like a positive vibe behind it. So it I'm was sure. sick to pull that shit together. We had a big team meeting at the beginning and I'm like, I want us to remember our messages here. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this part? Who wants this role? Have you experienced this? Okay, you can do that. Right. Like we went through right. it. A lot went into it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of thought. And a like, lot of thought. Yeah. And care? Yes. I hope I hope you rewatch it. There's like uh, Yeah, no, I've watched it a couple times. Um and I mean no, it's interesting you're talking about it. I mean, it's like, you know, there's definitely a thing out there where it's uh, you know, um where things get roasted on in uh in Twitter <laughs> and in these weird worlds where it's yeah. You know, it's it can be a lot of bandwagon. I mean, obviously, there's so much bandwagon, you know, finger pointing and hatred out and out there. Yeah. You know, on the web. I mean, I felt like probably a lot of people were. I think maybe people's upsetness. That's not a word, but it is. Now it is. Yeah. <laughs> Could come from just the fact that it was so close to that. Like, I think people were still yeah. trying to live in this world of this video and learn what it was about. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I could see how somebody who like, oh, and then some white woman came along and took it from us, you know, but I see it. Yeah. But So you understand that. I, I understand it. It right. wasn't the intention. I think it's uh, as human beings. Like, right. At some point, we do have to just be human. Podcast, no, at like, some point, we do just have to yeah. be human beings. And it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, if if we're all going to be equal, then we'd all, all just need to be equal. You we, know, we, I, I, yeah. I understand that. And yeah, if you weren't a white woman, would people have looked at you the same? Would have they, they have been as upset? Um, no. <laughs> you don't think so? No. No, the, the answer is no. And the funny part is like, I've been discussing this like with my team. And again, we're, we're, we are a funny bunch. It's like every shape, size, color, race. Yeah. And, uh, they're all like, Nicole, you're, you're used to this. People always assume you're stupid. They assume there's no intent behind anything you do. You're yeah, that's same. Look, attention. I, I can relate to those things. You know, that's the same really? things people yeah, think yeah. a lot about me a lot of times, you know. Huh. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, it's certainly interesting. Um, it's so interesting. But now, so how do you find this, though? This is where I struggle, like, like or not struggle, but this is where I'm, I'm wondering, how do you go from controversy mm-hmm. to comedy, though? That's where I'm like, well, how does this... Contra comedy. Because if people show up and they are, you know, if people are, like, miffed, yeah, if we can use that word, yeah, then how are you going to, you know, how do you then... It seems like you're bringing them a far way back around to get them to laugh. Well... That video wasn't supposed to make them laugh. Like, if we're talking right. about that video in particular. No, I think I'm just like, talking overall. Like, how do you general? go from controversy, yeah, to... Co- well, my other videos aren't... My other videos are comedy videos. And then yeah. I, make, I put real points in there. It's like, the real shit's peppered within it. Yeah. Uh-oh, accidentally made you learn. Ha-ha. Uh, and then I just, like, do my nonsense. So that's easy. And then I do live shows and I put the real shit in there. And I just, like... I like to secretly teach people things or make them secretly think about stuff. But something like this, like... I don't know. I'm going to navigate it yeah. because I do want to be going more that direction too. I'm going to be doing more politically charged shit. I want to talk on real topics. I don't want to be a one dimensional, one trick. It's true. Just be funny only because I, I have more to me. And the, I actually love that about Childish Gambino and yeah. all of his different sides. Like he does stand up, he does acting, he does his music. He, I, that's who I am. So right. I have to start letting that out or I won't be happy as a person. Right. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, no, I don't feel like you're worried about it. I, you know, uh, well, I guess I, maybe that would have been a next question of mine. Like, yeah, did you have some reservations after? Like, I'm sure there had to be a moment or two where you were like, because I would be scared. Like, the internet sometimes can be scary to me. Like, it I remember is. one time I was dating, um, 
you know, I dated like this lady that was on Real Housewives a couple of years ago or something, right? And suddenly it was, I was at the gym and it was like on the bottom of the ticker and I was like, what the F? Like, Whoa. and I wasn't even like super really dating her, you know, oh, like it was just oh. kind of whatever. And then I'm like, F-. and I just remember being like, I don't like this. Like, I want to be an entertainer. Yeah. But I, whatever this other thing is happening out here where it's like there's this press and there's this opinion or and this stuff that's forming about me that I have no control over mm-hmm. that's not based on my talent, I didn't like that at all. It felt extremely... I remember calling my manager. I was like, can you just make this stop somehow? Like, just make the Like, it was on everything. It was on everything. Whoa. And uh, and that was just super scary. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm sure, I'm sure you felt a lot of like some of that, like when that kind of thing rises up. Yeah. So like last time I had tons of controversy, I've had controversy a bunch of times. Yes. The first time I was not ready. I was not ready. And I was literally disabled still and on disability when I filmed my first video that went crazy viral. That's why I'm sitting in the white wall. I was sitting in bed. So, and was that for uh, large people? That, fatties? That was, that was my third Okay. Fourth super viral video was Dear Fat People. Okay. Yeah, but that one, when that one went crazy viral, I was still on disability. So I was like, oh shit, I'm getting press in the Were UK. you on pills or something? No. I was on everything for like years. But you like, remember making it and everything. Like oh, this was oh, planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, yeah. No, no. That's 100% Nicole-ness. Yeah. But that's, that's <laughs> Nicole then. You know what right. I mean? Like I was still in pain and like, I would make that video so different now. But uh, yeah, I was like, oh shit, I better get up. Because here's I'm on a roller coaster whether I like it or not, so mm-hmm. I better show up to this stuff. And it was crappy. It's like you don't know what to expect. And when people are saying things that are untrue about you, and I've had people pretend that they're dating me, I've had like I've had a whole bunch of that stuff, that icky feeling of like, ah, don't no, let's focus on like the thing I do. It it's, feels pervasive almost. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't like it either. But this time around, when that started happening, I didn't anticipate it like that, but I felt like I was ready. Because I I know who I am now. And people, and this is going to sound so after school special, but people calling me a racist doesn't make me a racist. Right. I agree with you. It's a good point. I mean, there's so much witch hunting out there these days. And it's a lot of it's just immediate. It's like people don't even know. They have no idea. Um, Because you would, you know, I mean, I don't know. You don't. I don't know. You didn't strike me as a racist person. You know, <laughs> the I'm video <laughs> didn't strike me as all at all as racist. Yeah, it wasn't, you know? And I mean, I feel like, I feel like I would know a racist pretty easy. Cause I've, you know, I grew up in a, an area. There's a lot of racism. Um, and I feel like it's, I, I mean, I felt like, yeah, it's kind of messed up that, you know, it is tough. It's tougher these days for a white woman to have a voice. Um, it's tough. Yeah. It's t- or some white women. And anyway, you know, I don't, I love your chairs, by the way, I'm going to say cross-legged. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not comparing my, in quotes, struggle to other people, but legitimately, I feel like I am not allowed to be A, intelligent, B, talented unless my clothes are taken off, which I address in my video by the dancers being scantily clad. Mm-hmm. All are professional ballerinas, but it doesn't matter because when we show up on set, we're supposed to be in thongs and be twerking. Like, we are really put into these boxes and I just, I can't live like that. I I can't give a fuck. I have to do what I'm here to do and what I'm called to do. I don't know what you believe in up there, but uh, when I have ideas and larger concepts and I'm being called to do it, I just, I have to do what I got to do. And And do you like, but do you risk, I mean, do you feel like, was there a fear this time that you're like, fuck, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose my whole audience. Like I'm going to lose. No, 
there wasn't like i think you have those little like waves of like oh fuck oh fuck but then i'm like no you're good you're good this is not a real thing people are intelligent they'll know that i'm so thankful this time that like people i thought was really fair and Perez Hilton, of all people, I thought was really fair, which is cool because he wasn't so fair to me in the past. But like, yeah, he's changed a lot in like the past six or seven years. I remember, yeah, having an interview with him a couple of about six months ago. He was a lot different than he used to be a long time ago. Isn't that fun though? How we like we get to change, and I think we have to allow people that ability to change yeah we have to give people room to a fuck up because if we're all living in a world where we're not allowed to fuck up or experiment especially when we're all cool. fucked up anyhow right yeah express your fuckingness yeah like yeah i think we all have to just like loosen the reins a little bit and i think that'll happen more when uh we start having real conversations and being honest because yeah it's weird i think of someone like justin bieber who grew up with that kind of like scrutiny on him and or Chris Brown that, you know, he makes a mistake that, of course, it's a it's a bad mistake. What happened with him and Rihanna? But for him to have to live in that forever, it's just not fair. It's not it's not real. And I think we got to like readdress how we are treating each other kind of. Well, do you think um, but do you feel like I mean, some of your stuff that it that it treats people? I mean, if if. Like, a, like say, like, the fat shame video. Like, is that, like, a joke or is that real? It's just, like, your real thoughts and it's... Well, that's, like, going I'm, to character mode. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's definitely a character. Yeah. It's a funny character. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's a, a hyper version of one part of my brain. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you have those, too. Yeah. But that served its purpose. Like, I got thousands upon thousands of people, and I still get them daily being like, you saved my life. Yeah. I needed someone to, I, I watched your video and I went, oh fuck, she's talking to me. Yeah. And I lost X pounds. Like, I'll show you the photos on my phone. I believe you. Woo! Our producer Thanks said he okay. might be fat. He said he might be fat the other day. Well, Chris, I just you want to chime in? Found, I just barely found that out. Someone brought it up to me. That you might be fat? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's actually funny because my weight fluctuates a lot. And my best friend read this article of some guy who texted his friend that he was fat every day until he lost the weight and during college and finals i was stressing out and eating a lot and yeah. then he, he texted me every single day that i was fat and it kind of did help you know I, and well, it comes out of a place for love you know he did i guess fat shame me a little bit and i lost the weight and then i think this past year i started putting it back on again what happened did somebody die in your family like how what made you think um, like you put it back on like well you know i'm like a stress eater yeah you know and i used to i actually used to be in really good shape i saw like a good competition i would watch that stress eaters stress tastes yeah. delicious <laughs> uh, yeah i played football all throughout high school, I actually boxed most of my life, and then I broke my shoulder uh, playing football, and that kind of limited. I had like multiple surgeries. That kind of limited a lot of what I could do. Oh wow! Uh, and then I don't know if you know anything about boxing, but we had to do a lot of weight cutting, so I was always on diets. And mm-hmm. food is delicious. Yeah, it is. And I Tacos. hate having to like lose. You know, when you're cutting weight, you have to lose like fifteen, twenty pounds in a day. You know, you're talking to a model. Yeah. I feel you. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so you get it. So after all that, I was like, well, I don't, I'm not going to box anymore. I mean, I used to want to be a professional boxer. And that's just, that completely went out the window. And I was like, well, I'm just going to eat whatever I want to eat. And what mm-hmm. about, no, whenever you saw the fat shame video, though, or the sh- I mean, I don't even know if that's a, a oh, yeah, I saw. I mean, it. I saw that when it went viral. You know, it didn't bother, <laughs> it didn't bother me in the slightest. Cause one, I understand that it's satire. You know, I, I, I totally got that. And it helped it. I thought you were funny. Thanks. You know, I think comedy, if you're funny, that trumps a lot of things, you know, like, and then um, I, I could see how some people would get offended 
Mm-hmm. It's just I'm not someone that I'm just not going to get offended by that. Yeah, you have a different experience. Simpsons. And I, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I grew up in such a multicultural neighborhood and I was watching the Simpsons and I grew up with in an Italian neighborhood, but going to school with Trinis and Jamaicans were my friends and like Filipinos. And like, we all roasted each other every day yeah. and about our ethnicities. Yeah. So I just, yeah, like, me too. That's what it was like growing up. Like people didn't care as much. It wasn't, it's crazy. It's like, I don't feel like in a lot of ways that we have gone, uh, I feel like we've gone forward as people. I just feel like electronically, mm-hmm. it's like we're still we're living in different centuries, and we keep bringing those different centuries up into current times. A lot of times, um, yeah, because I feel like we're evolving as people. I just feel like on social media, a lot of us aren't evolved, or we're we're just. It's just easier to hate there. It's easier to be angry there. You know what? That's why I turned off some com- my comments. I turned it off on YouTube on this video, and I turned it off on Instagram. The second I saw my cast getting. Like, super harassed and hated on. Yeah, did they feel bad then? Because I noticed so, some of your cast didn't share the video. So, they all did it first. And then I was like, yo, fall back. I'll take this heat. Like, this was not what we did this for. So, fall back. And some of them were like, no, we're putting it out. Send us more clips. And, like, a bunch of them posted even more after that. They are like, mm-hmm. fuck that. We know what we did. We know the intention. You're not doing this by yourself. And I'm like... It's okay, I got this. Was like, there a difference between like if uh, like a black girls or white girls or Latino girls that were fr- that were more willing to share it? Was there any? No, no. And uh, the producer, the guy that produced the track, Quinn Anthony, badass friend of mine for years now. He did some interviews yesterday. Like I said, he's a black guy, and he went to bat. And he's a, a very intelligent, very philosophical kind of man. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, how are you calling appropriation on Nicole? You know. Let's say, for example, Whitney Houston's number one hit is I Will Always Love You, created by Dolly Parton. So he's like, it's not cultural appropriation. She had a great idea. We went in this vibe. She was appreciating the original. It's a remix. And, and where's he from? Is he he's from? He's from here, I believe. Yeah. yeah, I think he's an L.A. native. And uh, yeah, like I, I had a whole bunch of big music producers hit me up and all black people after and were like, yo, that was dope. We see what you were going for. The tone of your voice is very Fred Durst. It's cool. There's no girl that sounds like yeah. you right now. Let's, yeah. Let's record. Do you like, feel like, right. did you feel like the video was a, so outside of the race thing then, right? Yeah. Outside of that. Cause yeah, I felt like I was like, this has just seemed like such an easy thing to accuse people of all the time now. And if so we can't dumb. all just do whatever we want to do. And it's, I feel like we almost can. I feel like most people are kind of doing what they want to do. Yeah. Like when I look around, like most people, it's like, uh, I don't see as much. I mean, there's certain things are certainly not as racist as the environment that I grew up in. I don't hear anything like I used to hear when I was a kid. That's good. Um, yeah. I and, mean, I, and you know what the problem with calling everything racist is that it takes away it, from it. You know, like my, when my that. family first immigrated here, they experienced actual racism, mm-hmm. you know, like it, and, and to say that you're racist because of that <laughs> video is the it's it's like infuriating it does but do you think it was a f- messages right but do you think it was now people could definitely get lost here i, I feel like this is a place where i got lost with it okay. i felt like where was it comedy or was it trying to make a statement um i don't think there was comedy in it i think there was biting satire hence the smiling to the camera while i'm talking about rape yeah you know what i mean like that's my art that's that's how I feel about it. I'm not going to cry about it. I'm going to smile and say fuck you to the camera while I do a video while a girl's being carried away by a Mexican man who he had actually gotten the date rape drug. I think he said three times. 
three mm. times himself. Like yeah. there was multiple people in there that had gotten that. So that to me is the way I express myself. Like it's it's biting and it's satire, but there was no haha funniness to any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think then, so I guess like as an entertainer, are you going to be able to get people, do you feel like you still want to be a comedian or do you feel like you are trying to go in a different direction? Because I feel like it's going to be hard to get people from controversy to comedy. I think you can go from comedy to controversy. Yeah, but I've been doing it. Like, I right. do shows all the time. Uh, huge tours offered right now, and I'm going to be doing them, and I'm yeah. really excited. And I'm, I'm going to Nicole Arbor it. Yeah. I'm not going to just stand there with a mic and tell jokes because that's not where I'm at right now. Right. There's going to be a lot of everything. And well, and I think that's some inspiration to me. Even watching the Childish Gambino video, I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is something that if you're an actor or you're a comedian, you can do this also if you want to. Yeah. You know, if you feel it. Um, and even watching your video, I was like, oh, wow, this is brave. Like, this is, you know, she has on tap shoes. Like, that's something you can do if you feel it. Yeah. Um, can I talk about the tap thing real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's some serious irony to that tap scene looking back. I always wanted to be a tap dancer. I will teach you. So Yeah, I will learn. That that would actually be really fun. Um, The irony of that part is I was like, you know what? I want to do a nod to cultural appropriation, but I've been taught it since I was a kid. So I realized that tap comes from the minstrel shows, right. then went to vaudeville. And I know that because one of my like huge inspirations and then teachers was Gregory Hines, who's like the notorious tap man of the world, black man, for those who don't know. And growing up as a kid, he didn't say to me, little white girl, you're not allowed to do this because it's for us. He just made sure I knew the history of it. So Growing up, I knew where it came from. I know the music that it started with. Like, I freaking love tap. I don't care if it sounds lame. I'm a big fan. Yeah, it's neat. And uh, Super neat. That's why we put that in there. And I'm like, well, here's three white girls that uh, grew up learning tap. And it's not because we wanted to culturally appropriate or steal. It's because it was taught to us and we love it too. So I threw that in there as... A little nod to the cultural appropriation, which looking back now is fucking ironic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're all out here, some of the sometimes cultural poetry, I'm like, this is just, I mean, if you want to look back through the history books, like there's, it, it's all been, everything's been culturally appropriated somewhere along the lines. All um, music comes from black people. But did you know, did you, yeah, thank God it doesn't come from white people originally. I think that it would have been a lot worse. <laughs> I think it would have been, True. I think it would have been a lot worse. That's Do like, you, but you have to know at some point, like this is gonna push some buttons. Buttons. I'm not scared of pushing buttons. I'm not, I'm not. Like, yeah. Be uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I, my favorite jokes and the things that I see in the world, like I love George Carlin mm-hmm. and he pushed buttons. He did. I love it. Yeah. It's and, tough. And it was tough. You can't do it that much anymore. But do you think, think it's uh, like, say you're doing the tab dance scene. You don't think like, oh, this is because there's some, you know, like you don't think, oh, peep, this is going to get a racy. But I love tapping. Yeah. Where is the line? When do I get to live my life? I love rap. I love hip hop. I love tap dancing. I want to mash it all up. I love being super white as well. Yeah. I realize I am mayonnaise. I will bring goddamn raisins and put it into your potato (laughs) salad. I don't give a fuck. It's delicious. Yeah. It's like, Like, when can you do it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how can you live your life in a world where it is tough to live your life in a world where things are, 
you know, created by everyone. It's like you can only use white stuff. I don't even know what that is anymore. Right. Does that mean no little black girls can be ballerinas? Because that's stupid. Right. Because I know where that came from, too. It's it's dumb. I just think it's dumb. And we all need to, like... Oh, I don't think it's... I don't think any of that kind of stuff is helping us. No. I just don't think there's a solution to it. There's definitely a very stupid double standard mm. to cultural appropriation. I don't even... Honestly, I don't subscribe to that rule. I think it's the dumbest rule ever. Come being Mexican, I'm the first person in my family to be born in America, and I think I just the, I don't understand the negative part about cultural appropriation. I love it when I see uh black people open up a taco stand. <laughs> I think that is the best thing yeah. ever because they they want to share my culture. They, they want to learn it. about yeah. it. Yeah. I don't I don't mind that stuff. And it's I think also in, you know, uh Japanese culture it's the same thing. They like it when people share their culture. So I don't understand when I see another group Konnichiwa. of people <laughs> like say no, you're not allowed to use my culture that that goes against everything that i was brought up i feel yeah. it i feel why they do it too though because they still feel oppression it's not the same oppression right. from 200 years ago which is right. another tweet i got in trouble for when they were, i said uh i'm sick of people talking about slavery something along the lines of it's over let's focus on this the socioeconomic slavery of now which i'm gonna address in my video because it's true i, I mean, know what they feel right on that side so yeah i mean yeah that's it, yeah it's tough to it's like like, yeah, do you want like, me to tag black girls when I wear braids? I don't know. Right. But if someone could give me some kind of playbook, that'd be cool. There isn't a real playbook. I mean, a lot of it's so vague, and it's based on how it's based on what articles people want to write them and what how upset people want to try and get people. And there's a lot of people, tons of people, who sit on Twitter, sit on social media, and do nothing else to contribute to anything. They're professional it's, victims. They're prof yes, right. it's a big thing that's going on in America. I agree. I thought yesterday I was like, man, if all these people that are hitting up my Twitter Twitter went out and voted for whatever cause they want, whether it be a, a large presidential thing, a local thing, a whatever, a municipal thing. Yeah. Well, shit, we could get things changed. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine they got to turn voting into like online on Twitter, make it like American Idol. Oh, I think we're close. I mean, I think we're really, really close. You know, I think, I mean, everyone says that The Rock is like running for president, is Dope. planning on running for, running for president next time. So I could easily see it being something like that. He would save us all if there was a Yeah, an Kanye too, apparently. Would he, Kanye? Yeah, Kanye said that. Kanye looked know. crazy last time I saw him, though. I'm was, ready. Uh, I don't know about Kanye, you guys, I'm man, ready, I guess. Man, sh like, Breakfast Club yesterday was making fun of me, Donkey of the Day. I'll take it. I think that's a... <laughs> them talking about me makes me very happy. So, uh, but how do you go from that? So, people talking about you, right? But do yeah. you think that, like, the long term of it, do you think it's a viable, like, being controversial? It's... But that's not the goal. The right. The goal is, like... The goal is real shit. Right. There's so much watered down bullshit. I can stand. I agree. Stage There's so a lot easy. of watered down bullshit. I can make jokes like about anything and keep them within the realm of safe mm -hmm. and get laughs. My soul doesn't like it. I did it for years. Yeah. Like I don't think that I was in a car accident and spent years in bed to come back to not live what I think is going to be what I'm here for. So I know that sounds a little bit. Kanye-ish, but uh, I have to do what I know to be right oh, and look, fix what I you think th is wrong. That's your perspective, and I think... I'll you, do it. Yeah. I, I'm not worried. I'm honestly like, I'm just not worried yeah. about it because yeah. people see who I am. Yeah. People that are actually following. Right. Yeah. And do you, so do you feel like this new, this next video that you have, you already mentioned as race and it has some type of racial element? Yes, and I'm doing a roundtable with uh, all people of color 
And all these people kept saying, you don't know, you don't know, you need to listen. I'm yeah, like, people cool. say that a lot of times to me, too. And it's like, why well, I just don't understand sometimes. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, there's some things I don't know, for sure. So I'm saying, come talk to me. I'm setting up a roundtable. Yeah. It's going to be me, and I'm going to sit there, and we're going to talk about shit. And right. we're going to tape it. And we're going to put it on the internet. Yeah. Like, cool. You want to talk? Let's talk. <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes the, the best conversations, the realest conversations are had uh, off screen. That's the craziest part. True. You know? True. Because that's yeah. the only safe place to have conversations now is when there's no cameras rolling, when you can just speak your mind. Sorry, yeah. you when know? is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, when is, I'm, when I'm is not baller like you guys. No one really follows me around. I'm going to get Olivia to follow you after. Uh, I, but I, it is, you know, it is, it is interesting how, you know, it's like, you know, do you think sometimes there's just been such a way for so long that, you know, maybe black people feel, I mean, you can understand black people's perspective though, on when they, when, when people were upset with you, if you, if there were black followers or black people on social media, some of them, I mean, obviously there's a lot of Muppets out there. I don't care if they're black or white or fucking blue who just follow the, who have never had a, they can't breathe. Yes. <laughs> who just a bunch of fucking goldfish, no yeah, matter what goldfish. they just, you know, they're just swimming in their bowl. That's it. Yeah. Um, but do you feel like, could you understand some people's? Angst. From the video, I think it's really misdirected, really misdirected if they take a second to think about it. Uh, I don't think uh, like a, a remix video should be met with the same fire as someone who has shot a kid. Yeah. I, like, and that's what came at me, which is, I think it's ridiculous. The tweets that were taken out of context, 100%. I 100% see how that could hurt feelings, right. ruffle feathers, Totally. Uh, if people don't like my music, that's fine. <laughs> if people don't like my work, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, cool. That's opinion. Yeah. But uh, the other stuff, yeah. But that's not the goal. So we'll fix that. Yeah. And I, I ain't scared. I'm not scared. Yeah. You're fe- I mean, you're definitely fearless. Look, it's brave, you know? Thanks. Uh, that's I what I thought. Like Eminem, too. Like, not, the, not to compare myself to him, but imagine what he went through just because he loves the art of rap and hip hop as like the sole white person that was really pushing through all that what he's been called what he was like and that was in real life too when people would beat him up for coming to a show like yeah that's crazy if i look at people who've done like way bigger shit than me and i'm like okay if they can do that i can be brave yeah i can just put on my wonder woman suit and walk through the fire look i mean it's it's uh it's definitely it was definitely brave you know it was super brave thanks probably the bravest thing yeah i mean it's like here's a you know, do you feel like it landed where you wanted it to, or do you feel like it was off some? I feel like it landed where it had to. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm a, I'm a big everything's happening for a reason kind of person, and then you see where it is, and then you learn from that, you adjust the dial, and then you keep going. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, because I know who I am, and I know the goal is never to just hurt people for the sake of hurting people, because what the fuck's the point of that? Uh, yeah, I think there's always room for me to learn and adjust and tweak things, but I was really, uh, I felt pretty good because like my whole team stood behind me even when I was like, no, get the fuck back. Let me take this heat. Right. They were like, no, we're with you. I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Do you feel like there's like, that you can get that with that much, like people like having, do you feel like the media treated you fairly kind of? Yeah. You do. I do. Because, well, it's the media. That's cool. So, you know how people... You yeah, know, I'm not a big clicks? fan a lot of times. They so. get clicks by a sensational headline. Right. That is their job. So I literally feel like this is the most fair I've been treated. We'll see. We can see what uh, Yahoo said after because it was a really fair conversation. So we'll see what they report after. But I've had people completely twist my words or full on makeup things in the past. That didn't happen this time. If uh, the black press want to say I suck, I'm whitewashed, uh, I am. I, I am 
so white. I am the whitest of the white. Yeah. No, you're not shocking me by calling me mayonnaise. That's fine. Say that. That's cool. Yeah. But I think people, I think Perez, I think a couple others were super fair. I think the political websites that actually broke down the frames of my video with his and they caught what I was doing. I was like, that's ah, cool. Like after today, I probably won't ever want to talk about this video right. again. Yeah, no, I know it's fast. It's like things come and go quick, you know? Yeah. Um, the next, this next video you have coming up, what is this about? Um, I don't know if I'm going to title it yet, but it's definitely about fixing racism. It's like, white girl's going to fix racism in under five minutes. Wow. I, I have a big idea. And I think that's what everything's about. Like, I have a bunch of, like, TED Talk kind of stuff's coming up mm -hmm. to you. And I've done talks like that in the past. And I fucking love it. I love being able to flex my intellectual muscles and then go back to comedy and then go dance and, like, do all that stuff. So there's going to be a little bit of that in there tomorrow. It's going to be comedy mixed with a bit of my preaching. And then, uh, yeah, So just a talk. vintage Nicole Arbor. Holla. Yeah. <laughs> crip, crip. yeah. <laughs> you were scared. <laughs> Do you remember that guy? That was on the internet. Do you remember that guy, Brian? No, he seems fun, though. What is yeah, he I'm was on to, Twitter I, for I a while. You're talking about. He was on, uh, no, he was on Instagram for a while, and he always had, like, these abs, and he was on drugs, but he was like. Damn. He was like, But is he single? Uh, He is definitely single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got tattoos of, like, doves or something on his neck. Damn. Yeah. When they cry, um, he was big on Vine. I remember now. I'm trying to because he did a he had, he was like holding the gun. Da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah, that's all he did, and then it just went crazy. Yeah, like did, the yeah. way he did it. I'm trying to remember that's his so name, funny. but I know I know exactly who you're talking about now. Because he had like kind of like long hair a little bit, and then he would he was like holding <laughs> the gun. <laughs> <doing> <laughs> that. yeah. yeah, that's fun. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, the titties tool line I thought was really good. Oh, thanks. You know, these are my titties. That is my tool. Yeah, thanks. I'm being childish. That is my tool. Is your yeah, brain right? You know? Yes. And it's, it's so, God, like, I know this is your comedy podcast, but it's just so interesting. No, it's okay. We don't, sometimes it's not a comedy on here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was feeling bad for we a second. We talk about a lot of real stuff on the show. Too. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sometimes it's like, usually like the Monday episode is more comedy. And if we have a guest and it's just like about just life. Life. You know, or just like about what's going on or like what makes you, you know, what makes us feel like we feel or do. Um, what do you think? Do you think there's something in your past that makes you okay or comfortable, like in the like having even controversy in your world? Because a lot of people don't want that at all, you know. Yes, and well, I've been like this since I was a kid. I was always in trouble because I would ask questions. I got kicked out of class at private Catholic school so many times because I would stand up to the teachers when they would say something I didn't agree with. Mm. So they told me gay is wrong. It is in the Bible that it is wrong. It is a sin. And I was sitting beside my gay friend and I could feel him dying on the inside. And I was just like, no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, nope. I'm like, there are examples of being gay in the Bible. I don't think it's wrong. Plus, if you think it's wrong, Jesus would forgive you anyway. So, ha, we're good. And then they kicked me out of class. And then I did my ISU, which takes you an entire semester to do, on all the ways I found people being gay in the Bible and all the examples. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, gay activity everywhere. They wouldn't even, even though, Especially it. alongside the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. That's fun. I remember when I was um, in high school, they had a man I met. I was a bus boy. And he was a bus man. He should have uh, been a waiter by then, but he was still busting. <laughs> And this gentleman was a buddy of mine, you know, and he was, you know, homoerotic man. And he um, and we became <laughs> friends. We used to use steroids together. We'd pull off the side of the interstate and shoot steroids in each other's buttocks. That sounds and cool. um, yeah, and it was I mean, it wasn't like I mean, that was my uh, 
broke top. What's a broke top mountain? Broke, broke, back, mountain. broke, back, broke mountain. back mountain. That was yeah. my broke back mountain. Was me and this Italian dude, uh, just gunning steroids into each other's butt cheeks as chill. You know, as well, I was a bus boy. He was a bus man. But um, yeah, that was probably a, so. Yeah. Anyway, crazy shit happens off the interstate. What were we talking? About? What were you talking? About? I don't know, but that was a great story. So I don't even care. Yeah, and he died actually. Shout out uh, Billy Conforto. He died. He was on pills and he drove into an embankment. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I've lost three friends to embankments, dude. Whoa. That's crazy. We should start a fund. Yeah. Against embankments. Yeah, that should be something. Um, about that. We we were talking about. Like, I've just always kind of been a rebel like that. I also. Yeah. Do you feel that need to re- to like? I feel the need to do what's right all the time like but do you do you always trust your idea of like do you have a do you feel like you have a solid scope of what's right yeah i do and when i when it's not right and i do it anyway it never works out well oh yeah yeah when i force something when i don't go with my gut all of it like yeah and then being for me being in a car accident and like not being in the world really for so many years uh, I've done a talk on this for people who might have seen it. I literally made like a deal with God. I don't know who you believe in, mm-hmm. but uh, I believe in the Lord. Okay, well that guy. I was like, yo, if you let me come back, I promise that I'll bring as many people with me as I can and like be real and like do my shit for real this time, not just pose and be pretty and be a model and stay in the little box of hey, cute white girl. This is what you're supposed to do with your life, mm-hmm. which I was doing before. So I was like, no, I'm coming back and I'll do what I think's right. And, uh, yeah, that's why I talk about drugs in one video. That one, it's super viral. I know that America, North America is very overdrugged. Yeah. I experienced it myself when I could have gotten real treatment. I was just given pills. Like, I, I just kind of feel like I see different perspectives on shit. And when we express those, we can help people. Da-ding! Well, yeah, I mean, I look, I think it's always good to have different perspectives. And, um, yeah, I mean, I appreciate you coming here and thinking about, you know, some of this stuff with us and, you know, sharing kind of, you know, breaking down a little bit. Because, yeah, there's just a lot of heat out there. You know, there's a lot of heat about, you know, uh, just about the video and just what people thought. You know, I want to say this, too. Uh, I think this will be in some articles, but for people listening uh, that are like, oh, you stole this from him and you're you're using it for what am I using it for? He gets the money from it. Like, it was an instant la- uh, label deal, instantly, yeah. and they get money, like a remix, they get the money from it. Yeah. So, it is making money on the YouTube side, but that goes to him. Right. Rightfully so. We said that in advance. Someone was like, oh, well, what are the song splits on this? I'm like, this goes to the Church of Gambino. Right. Like, this is a donation. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just it was just a piece of art being expressed, and that's it. So, there was no, like, thievery intended, or I'm going to steal his views. It's like, how... You're giving me way too much credit. How am I going to steal any anything from that? I, I'm surprised any shine came this way from that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like it's um, that being a, not even from America, like originally from Canada, that people give you an even tougher time to come to America and then like discuss like, you know, or, or comment on what's going on in America? Not that you're not allowed to or whatever, but do you get any kickback from that? Sometimes. That's why I put the line in there, like, we'll say North America. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I feel like it's similar. There's yeah. a lot of similarities, but there's definitely the race tension. The racial tension is so much larger in America. It is larger why, here. That's why I want to have the round table and sit down. It's like, you don't know. You don't know. Okay, teach me. Like, now what? Like, teach me. I would love to learn because I'm pretty good at finding solutions. 
<laughs> well, I find a lot of black friends, like I, if I have black friends from other countries that are not from America, mm-hmm. um, they have a, they don't have as tough a time in America. Hmm. Um, you know, like my black friends that are from Jamaica or black friends that are from England. I love Jamaicans. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a look, there's a ton of, you know, there's a ton of, there's always conversation to be had. It's always good to hear different people's, per, different people's perspectives. Chris, do we have a couple of calls that came in for Nicole? Yeah. Um, we got a couple. Let's pull some up right now. I really like your shoes. You do? Are those Toms? They're yeah. Similar. Yeah. And cool. Toms, they say they buy a, um, a pair for you, a pair for somebody else. Yeah. For somebody else. But I've never met that person or know anything like that. They should put yeah. a thing in it. So you know if that's real. I want their photo. I want, I want to like see it. Sorry. You're doing your producing job. <laughs> All right. So this first call is from orphan orphan. What up? What's up? The bone calling from Chicago names orphan. What's up orphan. Um, just want to say what's up and blesses to all of you out there listening. Huh? On the Nicole Arbor thing. I love the fact that she came out and blasted all fat people. Cause I myself was fat at one point and got the courage to lose all the weight. And you know, yeah. and yeah, there's no need for anyone to be big guys. We need to get off our asses and motivate ourselves a little more. Well, look. Um, yeah. Nicole says, yeah, you that know that. so happy. <laughs> because she made the video. I know that, like, like I mean, I see a lot of people, you know, I struggle with addiction. I know a lot of people that, you know, for some people it's an addiction. You know, yeah, some people 100%. are addicted to snacks, addicted to, you know, having bugles, having, you know, pies, pieces of pie, uh-huh. leftovers, other people's leftovers. I didn't know that was something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my buddy like, said. Like pie. I'm like 3.14 repeating. Yeah. What? No, yeah. people like having real snacks, late okay. night snacks, mid-morning, daytime, afternoon, Eat nighttime. I, I used to date a girl. She would wake up in the middle of the night and put a bunch of uh, jelly beans and chocolate chips in her mouth. Yum! At the same time. But bad. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I know it's an addiction. A lot of people have to... Do you feel like sometimes your art... This is what I... This is... What I, this is that it's just... It's, it's more... It's just kind of a surface level. It's not going to... Like, do you feel like it can't help because there's just so many more little like there's more to some of these problems no it does help right i I am a catalyst and i know it to be true and i have millions of literally millions 700 million people have watched my videos in the last two years yeah and millions of people have reached out and been like that thing you said that time changed my life and i'm like what win yeah so like you know i catch some heat sometimes i don't care because i turn around and go wow i helped all those people's lives these people were in chronic pain they're getting better treatment these people over here they're not on those unnecessary drugs these ones they're getting along this relationship is better i'm fucking winning right yeah <laughs> yeah i guess well I mean, i'm a cheerleader like for real that's a good point i mean there's so many ways to reach people and if you know yeah, I mean, it's like, who knows how people can be reached, right? Some people may need, you know, hand-holding, and some people may need, you know, something real fancy, and then some people may just, you know, they may just need to see somebody just shoot them straight in a video. and That's what I need. There's no universal answer. No. Know? Yeah. And then I'm sure that, like you said, it's helped a lot of people. But I could also yeah. see how some people would be like, oh, that's, not, that's not for me. Yeah, you know? but that's the difference of, let's say we're hurt, because we're all hurt, right? right? Yeah. And all my videos stem from like, okay, I see a problem, let's fix it. So if I'm hurt, you might need physio for the same thing that I need a painkiller for, the same thing that you just need to go for a walk until your muscles are better. Right. So I just think it's different pills for different right. people. And I think, if, I mean, if it helps one person... 
win. Then why should we not do that thing? Yeah, win. You know? Well, we definitely live in a place where it's like, yeah, we want to we want to find things that offend us. You know, we want to be offended. There's a lot of people out there that wake up every day and want to professional offense. Yeah, it's yeah. gotten out of hand sometimes. I think. Um, we got one more call. If you okay. Go to it. Yep. Let's go to I it. I love calls. Okay. <laughs> and this next call is from Scuba Steve. That's, Scuba Steve. Wait, that can be a real guy. That sounds that sounds familiar. Yeah, this is Scuba Steve down here in Houston, Texas, and I had a question for Nicole Arbor. I wanted to know if she could tell us more about her depression and then also about the myths and legends of the Hollywood casting couch. I understand that they also have a casting recliner and a <laughs> casting love seat. Oh, if Lord. she could be so kind Who is to that? indulge us with Fair some enough. more details on that. Scuba Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Who is Scuba Steve? Uh, it's I have from no that idea. Andrew, Adam Sandler Adam movie Sandler, with the little kid. The kid oh, yeah, that doll. Yeah. That's right. Um, right. Thoughts on that, Nicole? Well, depression, yes. Very large parts. Really came out when, after the car accident, when it came to fruition through that stuff. That's what it was stemmed from. But obviously, depression is a multi-layered beast. And uh, I made a video on how to defeat and treat depression, which also went psychoviral. People thought it was very controversial as well because I told people you can get better. And a lot of times people don't want to hear that. And I do believe that's everybody can I think get better. That can be true. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah, it's kind of almost like shock therapy a little bit. Some of what you do. Do you feel like uh, that? Yeah, definitely. But like when it comes to depression, Mr. Scuba Steve, if that's your real name, is probably not. Uh, no, it didn't seem like it was real man. I mean, it seemed like a real man, but. Is it yeah, I'm a little skeptical a if he's the actual Scuba Steve. It'd be cool if he was. Yeah. yeah. I gave people like three steps. Like, and I really think that like our mindset is so important. Like our mind is like the strongest tool we have. So if you believe that you're not going to get better, you will not. And I guarantee you. And the difference between me and a bunch of people that were being treated at these crazy chronic pain clinics at the same time is the main doctor said to me, do you think you will get better? Do you believe that I can help you with this? Because if you don't leave. He's like, you won't. He's like, you are already working against all these odds. And I switched my mindset, put sticky notes all over my whole house that said, you're getting better every day. You can do this. You look great. You're awesome. Like everywhere I could look, stopped watching negative shit, only watch positivity. I do three sermons a day that I listen to online or whatever. I listen to motivational shit every morning. And when you start actually like dealing with your real stuff then you can get better you gotta be real to defeat depression you can't just take a pill and expect that you're better yeah yeah you gotta deal with the real shit could you understand how if somebody saw one of your videos and they it did not work for them you could understand how they would be upset i mean you could understand how people would look at a video and be like oh that's you know you know that's mean or something you could understand it i can understand it but that video in particular I give it 100% Nicole Arbor seal right. of fuck yeah. Wow. You, you come back to me after you try the things I told you mm-hmm. and tell me they didn't work and I'll tell you you're full of shit. Yeah. Like, I firmly believe that you can defeat depression. I think everybody can defeat depression or at least treat it to where you have a way better life. And yeah, that's, again, like, and that's a funny video and people yeah. are like, oh shit, that's funny. And I'm like, yeah, but I gave you the lesson. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, there's a lot. I mean, some people don't want to hear things. You know, and there's a lot of stuff on the internet that people, I mean, that's one thing about the internet. It's like, it's full of stuff that people want to hear and stuff that they don't want to hear. Yeah. It's interesting, huh? Yeah. It's I, interesting. It's fun watching people react. I think. Yeah. I think like, I, yeah, I what think do you I'm get a out of that? Scientist. Like, 
Yeah. That's what I am to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm a funny social scientist. But do you feel like you like, does that get addictive in the way you're going to have to up the ante? Like if you have the next video is about how to cure racism, it sounds like, I just don't know if this is going to go over well, you know? That's okay. I think the, the ideas have to go out there. These ideas are real concepts, real thoughts, and they need to be out there. And I, if I thought them and they shouldn't be out there, then I probably wouldn't be inspired to do it. Because just looking at my history, it's like all of the times that I say the thing that I'm really, I really feel, a lot of people get helped by it, whether I have to stand in fire or not. So I got to yeah. do what I got to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's brave. I mean, if we st- yeah, if we're here and we don't say or try and, if we don't share what we believe we're supposed to share, yeah, then yeah, I mean, that would feel fucked up you know i mean i just hope i just hope you're on a good track i mean i you know i hope that the long-term picture is is um is good you know i'm i know it is yeah yeah i just like i don't believe that i could come into like i've done this so many times it's like what am i at i'm over 55 super viral videos now wow Uh, at the first one people are like yeah it's a fluke blonde chick shut up second one yeah okay she couldn't do it again fourth one was dear fat people Five, six, seven, eight. I, I'm still going in. I had like 12 in the first few months. And then people were like, oh, it's still a fluke. And now I'm like, okay, fuck you. It's not a fluke. Yeah. I just like, I, I have a message behind what I'm doing. I have a list of societal issues at my house on my whiteboard. And I, I'm just going to cross them off. Here comes the next video. Hope you get something from it. And what gives you the, the right to be able to do that? You think just obviously you just have a voice and anybody can? Yeah. 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 I actually think we have a responsibility that if you see a problem and you know how to fix it or you think you could help, mm-hmm. you have to do that. Or yeah. You're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. 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 Look, it's wild. It's, br- I mean, look, you're super you brave. You would do it, huh? I mean, I think, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I maybe do like bravery in some areas, you know? I like I bravery to, brave. sometimes to, th- to speak about certain stuff or to think about certain things. Um, I don't know. I think I'm still learning a lot about myself, you know? Isn't that fun? It is pretty fun. It, look, it's the best. It's like, yeah. And if you don't take some risks and you don't do things, then where do you end up? You, you know, I mean, you just end up not knowing. You know, you end up probably not. I mean, you, the only way to get out of a fishbowl is to be, you know, kind of, you know, tempt your fin in some other water. You know, you got to kind of see what's going on. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, it's super brave. You might be the maybe, I mean, you're the first female guest we've had. Is that right, Chris? Yeah, first I female am? guest. Yep. I win? Yeah. Yay. Yeah, you might win. <laughs> Thanks. I feel um, like I won being here, yeah. Good luck with the video. You don't know the name of it yet? I don't yet, but there's a, there's a bunch coming up, and then I'm working on the live tour right now, so tickets will be available very soon. And uh, it's the show is so funny. It's insane. Like yeah. every single time we have a like a meeting on the show and we're going through the script, I'm crying and then everybody's crying and I'm like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> and what type of is it? Just a one woman show? Um, no, there's a full cast in it. So there's like, wow. there's myself. It starts out one way and then we take you a totally different direction, but it's funny as fuck and uh, super topical and really interactive with social media. And where mm. could we see that? Where could we buy tickets? Um, or- we're going to be touring everywhere, but you can just... Are they announced yet? Me. Not yet, okay. unfortunately. But we're going to be going to across the U.S. and Australia and U.K. And obviously, I have to go to Canada. Cause right. Who do you yeah. liken yourself to? Like, if you had to compare yourself to, like, another artist, you know? Oh, I mean, it's hard. Uh, huh. uh, Charles Gambino. Ah, 100%. good one. Good one. Yeah. Uh, uh, specifically, the last few days, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I, I think. Or this is just something new that we're on. 
I'm I'm on some new shit, but like I think I'm a mashup of a of a Tony Robbins with a Carlin with I think I'm an old school entertainer where they used to do everything mm-hmm. like a Dick Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. That's I think uh, I want to sing and dance and act and write and be funny and do all of the stuff and I have motivational stuff coming up too and I have a yeah, motivational you don't want to be program. I don't well, even know why pigeons would sit in holes. That seems yeah. stupid. They should <laughs> get out. fucking lazy, man. Um, yeah, I don't well, want I no think pigeons. They are. No. No. Um, no, well, well, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on and uh, those are some big names. Those are big names that you, that you listed and, you know, um, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's, I look up to politicians too. Yeah? I think they're so brave. Like, really? Yeah, I do. Like, you can't be a politician without being willing to stand in the fire. And, like, I really look up to Michelle Obama recently. Like, Oprah, to me, is, like, everything. Yeah. I, I know she is to a lot of people. I just think she's so honest and yeah. multifaceted, and I just think it's cool that she, yeah. she does everything. And then, like, Michelle Obama, she just, like, she took that job that she was given and she freaking ran with it. And she ran a home and she ran a white house yeah. behind the scenes. And you know that her husband was busy, but she kept that shit together. And you know that she was there for him. And she started all these really cool initiatives. Like, And she still is such like a, a model of what you can be. I just think it's really neat. Yeah. Yeah, I thought one of the greatest things that I've seen probably in my life is, uh, or was probably, yeah, having like a, like, cause if you're like a black child growing up, like you, and you look at like the White House and you've all, or, you know, you see like, oh, a black man can be a president, mm-hmm. then it totally just changes your perspective. Like I used to think when I was young and, um, they had, uh, they had commercials for Disney World on the television and it was always white kids at Disney World. Really? Yeah. And I was like, fuck, it's so like, I just remember thinking like black kids can't go to Disney World. Like, you know, um, just because that's what the commercial showed us, you yeah. know, it's like, and they probably weren't, you know, thinking that way. They were just probably thinking this is the clientele that, you know, like, yeah. um, but yeah, it's just wild. It's like, especially the things that we see and the things that, you know, that we see are, um, you know, they can really inspire people, you yeah, know? Yeah, and, like, Jay-Z, and, like, I-, I love business, too. Like, I I don't know all of the directions I'm going to go. Like, I have some feature films right now that people are, you know, aiming to buy from me. I have a live show that I'm selling to Vegas that's a crazy-ass show that I think people are going to really enjoy. I just have so many different things, a lipstick line coming out called Get Lippy. Like, I'm doing lots of stuff. and I A lot of that. aspirations. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing them. It's not even a aspiring like they're happening right Right. now they're all in motion and i look to someone like a jay-z or like a diddy who they started with the music or if i start with like with the comedy and then you spiral it out to all these other things it's just so fun yeah yeah well um thanks for coming in and and talking about us with the video i'm I'm super curious to see how the next one goes yay um and uh (laughs) she's uh you're so nervous i am i yeah you're nervous about my next video i can tell yeah i wonder if i am a little bit I just, I guess I'm stuck somewhere in between, like, um, she's definitely brave. Um, <laughs> and just how, like, it, what it feels like to have that controversy, because I don't feel uncomfortable. For me, it feels so, that feels uncomfortable to me. Mm-hmm. So, for you to be able to wear that, it, it just is like, it's interesting. So, my friend that was in here earlier, Olivia, I know we're wrapping Yeah, Olivia. Up. Beautiful That's young that. lady, I thought, as right. well. So Single mother, isn't she? 
No. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, I'm her baby. Uh, she was in Wonder Woman, and she she's in the video too. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was in the movie Wonder Woman. She's one of the Amazons. And we were both talking the other day about that scene in Wonder Woman where there's fire going on on this side and there's fire going on on that side. And there's like the dead zone in the middle that nobody will cross. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm taking off my cloak. Let's go. Yeah. Like I, I just get that, that little moment of, okay, let's just wonder woman this shit. Yeah. And ah, we'll see. Do you feel like you have anything to lose or no? I think what I have to lose is my self respect for myself. If I don't do what I am inspired to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And if people, yeah, if you don't do what you feel like you can do, if you don't try, then I mean, no matter what it is, you're probably, it's, it just, it probably doesn't end well for any of us, you know, yeah. you gotta be brave. Um, uh, yeah, she's viral. Guilty. team. She is viral. Uh, always. Um, Nicole, thanks so much for coming in and hanging out with us. Thanks for having me, mister. Yeah, I appreciate this it. This was random and fun. And we'll put all her links, um, to, uh, where she's headed below. Uh, Chris, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. It was nice meeting you. Nice to meet you too. And again, I love your beard. (laughs) Thank thank you so much. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends, sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Charmaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.